Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Kristen Ostrander. Kristen, you're the founder of Mommy Income, and you're the host of the Amazon Files. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Kristen, um, when did you get into e-commerce? What so, is, to go ahead and give us the story first. So back in the day, my husband and I um, were pretty much high school sweethearts. He's a little bit older and just out of high school. Um, I got married and I went to college and I was going to school for a while. And then I had a little one and I was staying at home with him and still taking some college classes. But they sort of kicked me out of college because I would not be able to declare a major. I took all the classes I needed to take and they're like, pick a major, pick a major. And I'm like there's just nothing for me. I don't know what to pick mm. right now. And so I took a little bit of time off and I was with my son, but my husband's in Michigan. We're in Michigan and it's feast or famine because he's, he's in commercial construction. So it's either, yeah. you know, winter or it's, you know, you're all, all summer long, you're really busy, busy. So um, I had to take a waitress job. And so we were kind of ships passing in the night and I just, I didn't want that for my family. I didn't want that for my life. And so um, I started looking into what I could do from home and there was uh, a lot of direct sales and home parties and things like that. And that just wasn't, yeah. was not for me. I mean, that could be for anyone else, but I just knew that's not something I wanted to do. Um, and so I actually looked into eBay and I started to sell um, some of my children's things on eBay. And um, that actually worked out because all I did was flip things to buy them new things because kids grow so fast. And so yeah. that's where I started in e-commerce. And then I, I started with eBay and did that for about five years and then moved right into Amazon around 2008. And that has been what I've been doing since. Well, well, I understand selling on eBay because again, you're, you know, you just have things that you want to offload. Were you sourcing products initially for eBay or is it primarily just kind of moving uh, things that, that you had? Well, I started with just moving some of the, the like my children's toys and their clothes mm -hmm. and things like that. And then I quickly moved into thrifting. So I would go to yard sales and I would pick stuff up there. And then my first real, what I call retail arbitrage is I went to the dollar store and I found some name brand. Remember, this was a long time ago. Um, yeah. You know, went to the dollar store and found like name brand DVDs for a dollar. And so I was flipping those for like $15 a piece on, on wow. eBay. And so I went to literally for 200 miles, I packed two kids in the car, went to every dollar store out there and found all of these. So I was just doing what I could to help supplement some family income. And as, as that was growing, um, it became a little bit more of the wholesale business model when I went into um, Amazon. Can, can I ask then on eBay, um, you know, if you're able to flip DVDs, buy them for a dollar, not all of them sell right away. <laughs> so, you know, you're definitely invested into your inventory. Uh, but I wonder, you know, uh, you know, for, uh, of course, you got all your other expenses and stuff too. Uh, but I, you know, was that enough to, was that a, de that was a decent part-time gig, right? 
For sure, part time. Yeah, I mean, I was I was buying them for a dollar and selling them for fifteen dollars a piece, plus the customers yeah. were paying shipping. So as much as I could do that, but of course, with that type of retail arbitrage business model, eventually you kind of run out of stuff to sell, and you're you're creating more of a a, a job and a prison for yourself rather than a really good business. So I started mm. to think about what can I do to shift into something that's a little bit more sustainable and I don't have to tote a few kids with me everywhere to gather up inventory. Yeah. I knew that wasn't going to be long term. Yeah. What was the one DVD that wouldn't sell? That wouldn't sell? Gosh, yeah. you know what? I didn't really, I was only buying the name brand. Like they were like workout DVDs. They were like yoga and like things oh, like that. Oh, okay. So, um, it wasn't, you know, any... They weren't like Jean-Claude really Van Damme movies or... <laughs> <laughs> nope, none of that. There's plenty of replays on cable. Yeah, right, right. Nice, nice. Um, so now what what caught your eye with Amazon? What was interesting about Amazon when it was first coming aboard, you know, it's not at all like it looks today, but, you know, in about 2008, what they were doing was allowing third-party sellers like me send Mm. my inventory to their warehouses and then they would ship it to the customer. So that was really helpful. So you didn't have to have a bunch of inventory laying around. You had to pick and pack and ship everything. You could ship it all in one box to the Amazon warehouses, and then they would get it to the customers via Amazon Prime. It's called the FBA Fulfillment by Amazon program. And so mm-hmm. I was I was in that pretty early in about 2008, and I haven't really haven't looked back since. It's really a well-oiled machine. Wow. Okay. So what what, what was your first... Uh, it, what products were you first uh, doing or selling through Amazon? Through Amazon, it was mostly books to begin with, used books. I would go to yard sales. I would go to thrift stores, things like that, and get um, book, used books to sell on Amazon. And they were selling super fast. As fast as I could get them there, people were, were buying them. So um, I you know, did that for, for a couple of years and then realized that um, – that too needed to change and that needed to be more of, of a wholesale thing. So I looked into wholesale books and, and overstock type items and that did okay. And then realizing I could sell more than books on Amazon. And, and this is, you know, 2009 or so. And I started to sell, you know, retail items and then realizing I could get some wholesale accounts and moving the business model up from there. Yeah. Right. Um, so at, at what point were you like, Oh, this is some serious full-time money now. Um, so <laughs> right when I was getting to the, the closer to that, my husband had a work related injury and it actually oh. put him out of commission. It was a week mm. after my, um, youngest child was born. He comes home oh with a almost career ending injury and oh. the workman's compensation said, this is degenerative and we're not going to pay for this. So he had to have multiple surgeries, um, almost a year of, of physical therapy and we mm-hmm. actually ended up losing our house to foreclosure right in the middle of all this oh my goodness oh. the business wasn't it was it was just still part-time and it was like okay yeah. maybe enough for some fun money here and there but it wasn't enough to sustain a family of five at that time yeah so, nursed him back to health well losing our house and figuring out what we were going to do. But I knew Amazon had potential. I knew that if I kept working at it, it could be that, that, you know, six figure income that we were hoping for something that could sustain our family. And so never gave up. I still kept doing it. He actually helped me with his bum arm. He would help Mm -hmm. me list products. He would help me with the kids while we were trying to just basically save our lives. I mean, um, and it just wasn't enough to save the house. So we just really worked really hard and picked up and started over. And, um, you know, kind of regained our footing when he went back to work in 2013 and um, just kind of went all in after that with Amazon. And it has become 
um, you know, not only do I do I do that, but I also teach people to start and grow businesses on Amazon. Yeah, right, right. So six years into it, um, you you started Mommy Income, and um, what was the purpose there? Well, I was in a couple of Facebook groups, and I was just helping you know people here and there. I had been doing Amazon at that point when I started Mommy Income for like six years. And so I was like, okay, I have some things to share. And I was just chatting in a, in a Facebook group and someone said, you really should have your own group because you're, you just know so much about this Amazon stuff. And, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, well, that's not a bad idea. I love talking Amazon. I love talking about the business. It's done so much for my family and I love to help people. So I started Mommy Income. I started doing some live shows and live teaching and then turned into courses and helping other people succeed at Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, another thing too, so for someone who's listening to the podcast version of our conversation right now, you can search right now for uh, the Amazon Files podcast, which uh, three years, nine months in podcast years, that's uh, that makes you an, a podcasting adult. <laughs> Awesome. And the funny thing is I actually started in 2014. It was just more of a live video show before it was a podcast. So um, I'm a six-year vet. <laughs> wow. That makes wow. me a grown-up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I would love to learn, Kristen, how do, what are the basics of selling on Amazon FBA? What do I have to do? And, um, you know, how can I make nice side gig money? So establishing your account with Amazon and learning the rules and the basics because Amazon, they're, they're rule junkies. So you have to kind of follow all the rules. It's not eBay where it's like willy nilly. You have to be able to follow all the rules. So first things first is getting to know all of the rules of Seller Central and what they require of you and all those things. And then it's acquiring inventory. So using you know research tools to find out what items are profitable from wholesale companies and looking at the different products. I always suggest people start with their own personal knowledge bank. We all know something about something, whether you're, um, you know, a black belt in karate and you know a lot about that, or, you know, you, you love makeup, whatever it is that you're thinking of, you know, start there and do some product research and um, send all the items into Amazon and let the machine work for you. Um, what are the best, uh, what are the best ways to source inventory? As a beginner, if you don't have a lot to invest up front and you just you want to learn the process, I suggest people either um, you know use their Amazon seller app to uh, look around the house for books or old DVDs or, or you know things. Everybody's got something brand new sitting around somewhere that you can mm-hmm. you know that has value. And so trying to figure out what those things are just first to get your feet wet to get yeah. to, to learn to so sell product. your own stuff. That's hasn't been opened. Right. And you're not really investing a whole lot at that point. You're learning the process. And once you say, hey, I got this down, it only takes one or two shipments to really know what you're doing. And then you go towards wholesale and you start learning how to research wholesale products that you find. I go to trade shows often and get catalogs, just like your brick and mortar store, only I stock my Amazon store with that. And and our business model, my business model is wholesale bundles. So we put things, gift sets together, sets, kits, packs, you know, things like that. So it makes it easier for the customer to buy one thing in one click and they don't have to have multiple boxes. They don't have to shop around. So, so you get your own, so it's not like you are just FBA and fulfilling an existing SKU. You're, you're creating your own SKU, right? Yes. yes by, by packaging, bundling everything together. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And we do it all, all with right. the, 
a prep center. So we don't, I don't have any inventory in-house anymore. There are Amazon FBA prep facilities where you can order your stuff wholesale and you can ship them to the prep facility and they will prepare it for your Amazon shipments and then ship it off to Amazon for you. So we've even outsourced that. And now we have our own, like we have a prep facility that does it all for us. So I'm ordering, really? I'm creating products and thinking like that, but I'm not, I'm not doing any more shipping. So, so are they doing like gift boxes and stuff? Mm-hmm. Really? So, so That's, think of a newborn baby gift set. So it comes with a blanket and a burp cloth and a bib and all yeah. that. I'm sourcing those things from wholesale, you know, distributors, but I, they send them all to my prep center. My prep center takes them from the different places, puts them inside my cute gift box, sends that off to Amazon and then Amazon ships it to Amazon prime customers. And that's kind of how mm. the flow works. So I didn't start that way. I started in house for a lot of years doing it all myself, but after, after a while you, it wasn't scalable without that warehouse and I didn't want to run my own. So um, I used a prep center and it really works really well. You know, I've seen some people, Kristen, in the uh, kind of the Amazon FBA world, you know, really kind of, kind of a get rich quick kind of vibe to them. And it's kind of a, kind of big turnoff, um, in my opinion. Um, how are you different from maybe someone that you might look at, oh, please stop. Yeah, I, I hear you. I know there's a lot of people in the space that kind of tote that. I always tell people, I'm just, I'm just tough love. I tell you, this is not quick. This is not fast. It is. I look for long-term sustainability. A lot of people want to get in, make a quick buck and get out. And I'm looking for a long-term sustainability. So I've been in the game since 2008 with Amazon and I'm still going strong and we're growing year over year because you've got to be able to adapt and change. This is not fast and this is not easy. Now you can start making some serious money right away if you dedicate your time to learning all the processes and the ups and downs. Um, and I think a lot of the get rich quick people are saying, go to do retail arbitrage, buy stuff off the shelf, sell it on Amazon. Yeah, right. And although that can be possible, it's, it's very, very risky um, because there's a lot of uh, inauthentic claims that come about and there's a lot of um, copyright infringement things. If you're trying to flip a pair of Nike shoes and you're not approved to sell Nike shoes, you could really, you could get your entire account suspended. So it's better to learn slow and learn the process and then um, refine it as you go along. Yeah. Um, so Chris, where do you get all of your business now? I, I know you do events, you've got live workshops, which um, are you still on for Vegas? Oh, I wish I was. And actually, yeah. the, the big ASD show, the trade show in Vegas was canceled. And because a lot of our work, our, my workshops are involved with the trade show and helping people learn. Oh, so you piggyback onto the I, I, existing big events. Yeah. Because a lot of people have never been to a trade show. If you've never owned a store or you've never done anything like that, you wouldn't know even what to do. And so we do like kind of a walkthrough of the trade show and teach people how to have the right conversations, ask the right questions. And so because that was canceled, um, we're just going to wait till next year. Yeah, right, right. Um, so what do you do then to attract uh, uh, audiences to the work? Obviously, you know, you've got your own Amazon system that that you're doing, you're you're doing your own bundles, um, and then for you know mommyincome.com, um, you know you've got a you know you've got what is it that you how do you teach people? 
We do video-based um, online courses and group mm-hmm. coaching. We have a membership program that um, once people get started with Amazon, they can come into our membership program and learn um, a lot more exclusively with trainings and question and answer sessions. And you know, our flag- flagship product is our wholesale bundle system. We teach people how to make those gift sets and kits and it just sets every, every other. There's lots of different business models on Amazon and a lot of them work um, pretty well, but this is what I found is most the most profitable and the most lucrative over time. And so um, we, we do online courses and things like that to be able to teach people the process. Yeah. Um, and so what do you do to attract and grow your own audience? YouTube videos, social media, podcasting, things like this, um, just to spread the word that, you know, that I started as a young mom with three kids, just, I mean, my husband and I doing the best we could do. And I just want that message to be for other people that it's possible that you don't have to stay at a nine to five that you hate. You don't have to stay at a job that you hate. You can, you know, it's not going to be overnight, but consistency is everything. And so if you're just consistent, even for one hour a week, you will get the results from that. And if you can do more than do more, but it's just want to get that message out that it's possible even for stay at home moms or my mom. I, she's my business partner in the Amazon world. And I retired her from her waitress job. She was a single mom waitress and she started working with me and we are now 50, 50 partners in Amazon and she's semi retired, but she's doing Amazon and she loves it. She would never go back to anything else. Yeah. Um, so how much time do you spend um, generating YouTube content? Hmm. Um, probably a couple hours a week. Uh-huh. I do my regular show. That's my podcast show. And then I, I use that footage and put that on YouTube. And I, I create some other um, smaller how-to videos and answer. You know, I do like a question of the week a lot where I do a small question comes from, you know, viewership and they ask me things and kind of go through that to do YouTube and some Instagram, things like that, little Instagram stories. When somebody follows you, uh, on YouTube, um, I guess you just, you have, uh, something that you provide as an opt-in or giveaway. I'm just curious, kind of like what your, I don't know, I hate the word funnel, but you know, cause it feels so, it feels so formulaic, but, um, what, what, what is that process? It depends on the show kind of, if you go right to the website, you'll see there's a roadmap to your first sale or there's a roadmap to your first bundle. Yeah. So roadmap to your first sale gets you like, Hey, I've never heard of Amazon. I'm thinking of this. And it kind of gives you that roadmap of getting started. It comes with a blog series. And then the same one for the roadmap for your first bundle. A lot of people come to mommy and come after they've been burned by private label or the get rich quick people have worn out. And they're thinking, I really want to do this thing, but I want to do it right. And the roadmap mm-hmm. to your first bundle teaches you how to, to create some bundles once you're an Amazon seller and and move forward with that so you know there's always that and then depending on the show content that I do sometimes we have some opt-ins we have a vendor list we have a way to teach people how to trade show stock so they don't have to go to trade shows but they can actually Mm. watch this little video and they can do the same thing virtually as they would in person I recommend in person just because it's easier but um, there's also a hack to be able to do that so there's lots of different um, opt-ins that we have for sure yeah Uh, plans over the next year Oh, trying to get back to normal without COVID, you know, it would yeah. be really nice to, you know, probably doing the same workshops that we're doing last year in different locations. We go anywhere from Dallas to um, hopefully doing a retreat in Florida at some point too. So that's awesome. Yeah, come on down. Hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll get open for business by then. 
Yes, I really hope so. I mean, it's been, it, I, I'm a people person. I'm an in-person type thing. I love meetups. I love, you know, gatherings and going to conferences and, you know, things like that. So I'm really hoping that you know, 2020's closed, it seems, but maybe next year they'll be, you know, back to event speaking and back to, um, you know, seeing other people in, in real life. Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine just kind of finally, you know, for right now, kind of looking at, you know, in, again, 2020 and like, look, if, you know, you, you know, your income got slashed, you're in a, you know, negative situation that way. This is something that, I mean, still seems to be going strong, right? Yeah, as a matter of fact, one of my recent clients is a corporate executive, and he had learned about Amazon. And he's like, is this something I can do? Like, kind of passively. And I said, well, if you hire out enough stuff, you can definitely do it. So he's like, I'm going to give it a shot. And six months later, Mm -hmm. he had his business up and running and he's really just kind of hands off and hired the people to do it. And so he's making a nice little side hustle and has a business that he's building up in order to sell. And so he's, he's doing that and and following kind of the formula that we have and, you know, it's doing well for him so far. So whether you're a stay at home mom and you're stuck inside with COVID and trying to make some money or corporate executives, you know, Amazon has something for everyone when it comes to that. And depending on, you know, whether you want to do it yourself or hire it all out, it's all, it's all possibility. All right, Kristen Ostrander, you're the founder of Mommy Income. You're on the web at mommyincome.com. And you're also the host of the Amazon Files, the podcast. And so, uh, by the way, if you go to mommyincome.com, it looks like you've got some, uh, some free resources, uh, lots of things that can, people can kind of begin that journey in, in, uh, in selling on Amazon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.